Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. First, though, to start the show, we're joined by Congressman Jody Heiss from Georgia's 10th Congressional District. Great to be with you, Scott. Thanks so much. I know your time pressed between votes, and I, I'm in here trying to figure out the controls without my producer today. <laughs> oh, man, you got to love the technology. So what's, uh, what's the vote this afternoon? Any, anything significant? Well, yeah, I mean, we're working through the uh, infrastructure bill that started with an infrastructure bill uh, at $500 billion when it came out of committee. And the next morning, it was $1.5 trillion filled with uh, green energy stuff. So, yeah, we're working through all that mess today. Yeah, good luck with that. I, I, I'm sure that this is going to be another party line vote, as most of them have been. Right. Yeah, right now we're working through amendments. And, um, yeah, and you're exactly right. Party line uh, pretty much down the ticket. You know, I, I wanted to talk to you, Congressman. First of all, I enjoy our conversations, but I saw I saw you the other day talking about uh, D.C. statehood, which is a movement that's always kind of been there, bubbling under, and something that comes up for conversation, especially in election years, it seems like. Uh, but it's always kind of been bubbling under, but it seems like the, that movement has been picking up even more steam in the last couple of months heading into November. Am, am I wrong in and misreading some of the stories I've seen about statehood for the district? No, but I think your your opening observation is the, the real issue. It always picks up steam during election years because that really is what the whole uh, D.C. statehood movement is all about. It's about getting two more senators. And, you know, unfortunately, they don't have the Constitution behind them. Our founders gave us a distinct city, a district, wherein is the seat of our federal government, and they specifically – made sure that it was not in a state, that it was not going to be a state, because they did not want any state influencing what happens in our federal government. And so the, the Constitution is very clear on this, and, and yet they keep arguing that we're disenfranchising voters and this, that, and the other, um, but that is not the case whatsoever. Uh, in fact, we actually even put forth an amendment to retrocede the property back to Maryland. If they wanted to have votes, then uh, then give the property back uh, to the state who gave it to us initially anyway. Hmm. Uh, we did that with Virginia back in the 1800s. So, uh, But it's not about that. It's about trying to get two more senators and one more House of Representatives vote and um, uh, they, they're just not going to be able to accomplish it because of one big hurdle called the Constitution. Well, and, and we see so many, uh, so many politicians, especially Democrats, who want to disregard the Constitution entirely when it, when it benefits their political agenda. The other, the other thing that could be done to solve the problem would be, you know, don't live in the District of Columbia. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, and they do have uh, – they have elections. They they elect all their local officials. They have a delegate to the House of Representatives. They have three electoral votes. Those are things that no other city in America has. I mean, they have a direct – uh, representative in a, a delegate in the House of Representatives, they get three electoral votes. I mean, what city in America has uh, those that kind of representation for 
federal elections. And, and so, you know, it, again, it's all an argument just trying to get two more Senate votes, and they will not uh, quit uh, quietly. But uh, e- even if this were to pass, uh, there's no way it would ever uh, draw uh, what's needed through the the legal challenges that would come its way? Because it is constitutional. Is this uh, something that would require a constitutional amendment? And that's right. And they would not. They wouldn't win that. I mean, there's no. The vast majority of Americans oppose D.C. statehood just off uh, their own understanding of it. Uh, but there's no way that they would get two thirds of the votes in the House and the Senate. And, you know, the the ratification of the states across our country, uh, it's never going to go anywhere. And they know that. And so they are attempting to make the argument that a constitutional amendment is not required, that they can just uh, basically ignore the Constitution and make a state out of Washington, D.C., And um, there's just no way that's going to happen. No, uh, we're talking with Congressman Jody Ice here on the Scott Sand Show. Congressman, do you think this movement, this latest movement for D.C. statehood is wrapped up in in some of the other mob rule that we're seeing around the country, whether it be the removal of of hundreds of statues around the country, whether it be the the renaming of, of private consumer brands? Is that part of the same momentum uh, and much of it is justified, absolutely justified in, in uh, attacking the, the problem of racism in America. I, I understand that and don't disagree at all with it and support it in, in many ways. But uh, the mob rule aspect uh, of the changes that we're seeing over the last couple of months seems to be, uh, seems to be like a, a tornado that's picking up a bunch of other ancillary issues along the way. Well, that's a, that's a good word picture because it is like a tornado that is picking up all sorts of debris as it's making its path right down the heart of our country. But, you know, the, the racial issue has really at this point been hijacked by a bunch of radical leftists, Marxists, who are uh, trying to uh, absolutely change our country. I mean, right now they're pushing and, in fact, declaring that anyone who has red, white, and blue on the uh, Independence Day, July 4th, is, is a bigot, that they're a socialist, that they're supporting the president and therefore a racist. And, I mean, it's just unbelievable. We're watching Antifa and some of these other organizations who are turning what could have been, should have been peaceful protest into full-scale riots uh, they're targeting police officers, burning down businesses and private property. I mean, we're watching it all. And this is far, far beyond a protest against what took place in the George Floyd uh, killing. And now it's turned into an absolute Marxist movement of radical left wingers. Uh, and unfortunately, that tornado does have some debris uh, here in Washington where you have the some, many leftist Democrats right now, like I said, taking a an infrastructure bill that came out of committee with five hundred billion, and overnight we woke up the next morning it was one point five trillion, including all sorts of left wing Green New Deal. Uh, radical agenda items in an infrastructure bill. So, yeah, the the movement, if you will, the radical wave that's happening happening has tentacles that are now reaching in multiple different uh, ways, and we, we've got to stand up against this and push back. Congressman, I can't tell from what you said which way you're voting on the infrastructure bill today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll try to be more clear. 
<laughs> so this week, uh, the state of Mississippi, where I went to high school uh, along the Mississippi Gulf Coast, changed their flag because portions of the flag include the Confederate battle flag. Uh, it's something I, I've supported and, and think it's time to, to change the state flag of Mississippi. You're from Georgia, Congressman. You have many Confederate monuments and much Confederate history and heritage in the state of Georgia that, that many in the, this mob uh, mentality are now attacking. How would that affect the state of Georgia if if some of these uh, infamous monuments are, are attacked? And, and, and do you support the removal or the, any changes related to to any of the the monuments uh, to Confederate heroes in in Georgia, uh, the the big one that comes to mind, and, and it might be in your district, is Stone Mountain. Yeah, it's not in my district, but listen, I support the movement just like what took place in Mississippi, where it's the people who make the determination is as to what monuments stay and which ones leave. But what I strongly am opposed to are. Uh, groups like Antifa and some of these others right now who are taking it upon themselves to deface and to destroy uh, monuments that uh, represent various parts of our nation's history. Uh, In the first place, we don't – history is history. And whether you tear down a monument or not, you don't change the history. Uh, And those things are there for a purpose. I am all in favor of a group of people, a community, a state who wants to change what's up in their community or their statue at their courthouse or whatever. They have every right in the world to have a a decision uh, through the regular process to determine whether they want to take it down or not. But these radical left-wing groups taking it upon themselves to be anarchists and destroy and deface and and try to alter our nation's history, uh, I'm strongly opposed to that. I think your need-to-go vote lights are starting to flash in the halls of Congress right now. Got any good uh, Fourth of July plans? Uh, well, listen, I'm going to be in red, white, and blue and celebrating the greatest country in the world and the liberties that we have in this country, uh, problems and all. You know, our founders gave us a country that uh, we the people – It's based upon we the people for the purpose of forming a more perfect union. Not that we are perfect or we ever have been perfect, but because we the people have a voice, we can be involved in making it a more perfect union. And for that, it's the greatest country in the world, and we're going to be celebrating in every way we can. Congressman Jody Heiss from Georgia's 10th. Follow him on Twitter right now at Congressman Heiss. Go vote. It's been a pleasure to have you on, and we'll talk soon. Have a great holiday weekend. Thank you, Scott. Bye-bye. 